Why don't you get me those shirts that have soft collars attached? Then there wouldn't be this performance and I wouldn't be half choked. Eve's small fingers work deftly on the fiddly stud. Because they cost a small fortune for one thing, and for another you'd have to have a clean shirt every day, and I've enough to do without spending hours ironing dozens of your shirts. There. I don't know what all the fuss was about. Eddie ran his finger around the collar and then turned and straightened his tie with the aid of the disputed mirror. Eve leaned against the bar and watched him shrug on his best jacket. She had to admit that he was still quite a good-looking man, even though he'd turned forty on his last birthday, a fact that had seemed to add to the constant state of disgruntlement that possessed him these days. There were a few strands of silver now in his fair hair, and fine lines radiated from around his blue-grey eyes, but not too many. He was tall, nearly six foot two, and he'd been slim when they'd first been married. Years of standing behind the bar and joining his customers in a swift half had thickened his girth. He had a definite paunch, although she wouldn't exactly call it a beer belly. Right, I'm off, he announced patting his pockets to make sure he had his keys and wallet. And what time can I expect you back then? How the hell should I know, Eve? You know what old Harrison is like when he gets going. Eve sighed heavily. Never having met him, I don't know. Oh, take your time, I'll manage. Well, there's hardly likely to be a stampede, is there? Takens are down, that's what this blasted meeting's about. Although, just what I'm supposed to do about it, I don't know. I can't drag them in, can I? You could try to stop drinking the profits and stay clear of the bookies, she thought, but said nothing. He was in a bad enough mood as it was. After the door had closed behind him, she glanced around and sighed again. The George wasn't a big, fancy pub like some in this city, where competition for business was fierce. There seemed to be a pub on every single street corner. It was just a small hostelry, on the corner of Upper Dawson Street, which opened out onto Williamson Square. There was the saloon bar, the lounge bar, which, despite her efforts, most people still called the parlour, and a small snug. The living accommodation comprised a large kitchen-come-sitting-room, three bedrooms, a storeroom, and the privy in the yard. Not exactly palatial, but she had to admit it was a damned sight better than the slum houses most of their customers were forced to live in, some of them packed five and six to a single room. Taking a damp cloth, she began to wipe the tops of the small tables that were dotted around the room. Pale rays of spring sunlight filtered through the window panes, showing up the dust and glass marks. The whole place needed a good clean, to say nothing of a fresh coat of paint. Well, there was nothing she could do about the paint. No one was going to spend money on redecorating when there were so many people out of work. But at least she could give the place a clean. When that lazy little Madame Doreen deigned to put in an appearance. The room was stuffy and heavy with the odours of stale beer and tobacco smoke, and she pulled open the door, wedging it wide with a folded beer mat. Upper Dawson Street was much quieter than either Williamson Square or Queen's Square, both of which were busy all day long, with the carts and wagons pulled by the huge, patient shire horses, delivering to the hotels, shops and warehouses. Peering down the narrow street, 
she caught sight of the girl, making her way slowly along, frequently glancing at her reflection in the shop windows. Eve glared at her. You'd think it was eight o'clock in the morning instead of nearly a quarter to eleven. Well, Miss Doreen Travis would be looking for another job if she didn't book her ideas up. What time do you call this, miss? she demanded, when the girl was within earshot. Fiddling with a blonde curl, Doreen hurried her steps slightly and shrugged. Me ma'am needed a few things from Cooper's. Eve was openly derisive. And when have the likes of you ever shopped at Cooper's? she demanded. It was Liverpool's most exclusive and expensive grocers, situated in Church Street and specialising in imported and exotic foods. Since me da got home from sea and won't drink nothing but coffee with his breakfast, the girl shot back.